Hey, what's going on, everybody? And welcome back to the 80s, a decade of crime, where each week we're diving into notorious crimes that shaped the 80s. This week, we're going to be revisiting the disappearance and murder of Kara Knott. Now, at the time of Kara Knott's disappearance, she was attending San Diego State University to become a teacher. On the, it was on the evening of December 27, 1986, that Kara, who was 20 years old at the time, drove to Escondido to visit her boyfriend. After spending the evening with her boyfriend, she took the I-15 freeway to return home to El Cajon, which is about a 35-minute drive. When Kara failed to return home that night, her father called her boyfriend to see if he knew where she was. Him, not knowing where she was, led Kara's family to quickly start searching for her that evening. It was December 28th in the morning that Kara's Volkswagen was discovered near an off-ramp on I-15. According to Badge of Betrayal on Forensic Files, local police officials would refer to this specific off-ramp as the, quote, tombs because of its eeriness and appearance. Just update the damn exit. I don't know why that's as creepy. Kara's Volkswagen appeared to be abandoned as her keys were still present in the ignition. The San Diego Police Department quickly began a search for Kara near her vehicle. Their search would come to an end when they discovered her lifeless body thrown off a nearby bridge. Her autopsy report would conclude that she died by strangulation around 9.30 p.m. on December 27th. It was following Kara's murder that the San Diego Police Department asked for the public's help and for anyone to come forward if they had any information regarding Kara's last seen whereabouts and murder. Following their plea, the police department received various calls from women who said they were pulled over by Highway Patrol Officer Craig Pyre, who pulled them over off the same exit as Kara's Volkswagen was found. These women said that Officer Payer would often get into the vehicle with them and would ask them sexually inappropriate questions. Other individuals also called the tip line and mentioned seeing a Highway Patrol officer pulling over a light-colored Volkswagen the night Kara disappeared. Ironically, Officer Payer appeared on a local news station talking about public safety just days after Kara was murdered. God. Officer Payer, man, this guy just sounds like a total weirdo. Now, investigators reviewed Payer's report logs from the night of December 27th, and around the time Kara was suspected to be murdered, his report appeared to be erased and rewritten. When questioning Officer Payer, investigators also noticed scratches on Payer's face and arms. Payer provided his police uniform to investigators for further analysis. Investigators noticed his uniform police badge patch contained the same gold threading as a gold thread found on Kara. Now, investigators sent both gold threads to a forensic lab, and the lab concluded that they were a match. Rope also found in Pear's trunk was a match to rope found around Kara's neck. Blood found on Kara's body was also identified as the same rare blood type of Officer Payer. Now, three weeks following Kara's death on January 15th, Craig Payer was arrested for Kara Knott's murder. Craig Payer was denied parole in 2004 and 2012, and he will not be up for parole again until 2027. For more information about this case, please visit a list of sources we used for this episode. All our sources are in the show notes wherever you are tuning in. Uh, follow us on Instagram at 80s Crime Podcast. And if you liked us, give us a like and subscribe wherever you guys are listening to. Thanks again for listening, guys. I'm your host, Luke Pacheco. This episode was written and recorded by myself and Sarai Hendry. Sarai Hendry also did the editing and produced 80s Decade of Crime. And our little soundtrack was composed by Kyle Hendry.